This is True Bloods, the number one Sydney Swans fan podcast. And today on the show, we'll be discussing last weekend's disappointing loss to the Bulldogs. You know how much I hate the Bulldogs, Deeps. Uh, the upcoming clash this Friday night, the first home game of the year against the Adelaide Crows at the SCG, and as well as everything else, Sydney Swans. No Tommy Flanagan, as you might have heard from that intro, um, and no Ben Andrew as well. So it is myself and Deeps, a combination which previously has not occurred. How are you, Deeps? I'm very well, thanks, Matt. Uh, thanks for the intro, and uh, you've done well there, mate. Looking forward to having you in the driver's seat tonight. And, well, jeez, uh, I'd say technologically I'm a little bit inept, but uh, the guys at Podular Media have sorted everything out prior to uh, to the podcast, so we'd, we'd be pretty happy with that. Um, Deeps, what do you make of it? Let's let's talk about it. Yeah, mate. Uh, not happy at all um, with the result. Uh, made my way out to Marvel, as the faithful would have seen on the Instagram this week. Um, and it just wasn't good Swans footy. It was for about 15 minutes. We came out pretty well. Heaney with that fantastic grab in the first. He's probably got mark of the year already. You'd say so. And that's about as, as far as the highlights went from... Best part of the next three quarters, Mads. Um, really, really struggled in the midfield, which is... Um, Got some... smashed, didn't we? Oh, mate, and it was just so noticeable, even at the ground. At the ground, sometimes you're prone to missing yep. sort of what's going on sometimes. Um, but it was just so noticeable that they were just first to the ball. Um, clearing it out of packs, the likes of Liberatore, those in and under guns, um, Bontem Pally. Wallace. Wallace. They, uh, they just tore us up and we didn't get near it. And I'll tell you what, when they got first hands on the footy and booted it into the forward line, you got guys like Billy Gowers and Aaron Norton, who I must admit, Debs, I had never heard of in my life, to be quite frank, uh, well, tore us to shreds. Yeah, well, obviously there was a bit of talk about him, um, obviously, post-game because he played a very, very good game of footy. Um, I think he was actually third or or maybe runner-up in their best and fairest last year. That shows how much I know. That's it. But, um, yeah, he's a bit of a swing man, and, mate, he, he would have taken four or five grabs in, yeah. in the Ford 50 and had his five shots at goal. Um, so, yeah, he definitely gave us a bit of a bath there. But it, it was just a matter of getting our hands on the ball, and I know I was saying it on the Instagram, Mads, but um, it was, the lack of the ability to get the ball and be first to the ball was... Very noticeable. Very unbloods like too, Jeeves, I'd suggest. Um, now, you'll, you'll recall we obviously have a, uh, a group chat, a True Bloods group chat. I was quite amped up. I had had a few white wines, Deebs. Um, oh, it's round one. I understand that. And I understand people saying, you know, calm down. But we just really wanted a better start than that, I would have thought. Yeah, 100%, mate. And it was a bit of the old story that we've been talking about all pre-season is the the long bombing game i saw there's a study in the paper that we still i think we still went to buddy 12 times yep um and, and he it, was very very underdone he's underdone <clears throat> but uh Lou, the, I, I disagree with some people saying that he's playing injured he's not playing injured for mine he no, was moving definitely not. moving well he was moving fine he's moving well they were he was on managed minutes and he was in and out of the game so that's why it and was, he helped us get back into it as he well he did and uh, we saw in that last 15 minutes or so that buddy came to the show and nearly put us on his shoulders again but, absolutely um, yeah Debs. um my bugbear is that we show 
frequently, and I was just having this chat to Adrian before you got here, we show that we can play a brand of football that is unstoppable. A la the you know, twenty minutes in the last quarter, we if Buddy had kicked that goal and if Sam Reid had kicked that goal, we would have had them on toast. And obviously, then then Bont kicked that goal, momentum swung, and it was all over. But if if we can somehow manage to just play four quarters of goddamn football, it wouldn't be a problem. We spoke about it a lot last year. I think um, we only managed to play four quarters of footy once or twice last year, um, and very notable, mate. I would I'd would be lucky to say sort of played. 45 minutes of football, let alone four quarters. Yeah. Um, yeah, good good 20 minutes or so in the last quarter, good first five, um, as Horse said um, in, he, in his uh, review on Monday. Um, but, yeah, danger signs early. Um, hopefully we can um, bounce back next week. And do you tend to agree um, with the, the sentiments coming out of the media saying that we are too old, too slow, um, how did it look at the ground? Because obviously when we get going, we look very, very quick, but uh, there were worrying signs in the second and third quarter that we were so far behind on every play. Yeah, look... Oh, and, and I'm thinking of a couple of names in particular. Yeah, look, oh, oh, for, for mine it's not... Um, it wasn't a speed issue. It wasn't being too slow in the contest, we just weren't first to the yeah. ball. Our spread was okay, and our disposers, disposal um, efficiency was quite okay. It's not like we're turning over the ball really badly, that type of thing. We just were not getting enough out of it, out of the contest. And I think the numbers will show that we, we just dominated the last 25 minutes, um, and we, we nearly stole the game there. And well, we've was, shown that we can do that, right? That's it, and... and the the goal that Bontepelli kicked that's only because we're we've got, we're on the squeeze we're going all out yep. trying to cram it in there and they got a cheapie out the back, correct. Um, so if we can uh, sort of show what we did in the last twenty minutes in that fourth quarter, um, we need to do that for a lot longer um, against Adelaide this week. That's for sure. Well, that's exactly right because that'd be uh, pretty filthy as well. So it'll it'll be certainly a very good barometer to see where we're at. Um, Debs, who did you who did you like? Who who were you um, impressed with? Yeah, very happy with um, obviously Jakey Lloyd. Jakey Lloyd played very well. He's just the um, bit of a chief off half back. Just um, he's an unsung hero, isn't he? He is, and he's just so good by foot, and he makes a lot of the right decisions. McVeigh again, just the old warhorse, just his composure. It's always noticeable. He just settles things around him, doesn't he? He does. Um, look, I will say my man Reg um, did look a bit slow, but like they were playing him up, he was up, he was up center half forward. They were playing him up the ground, and the they ruck. they swung him into the forward line, and they were playing him as this as he wasn't going around the ground. Looked he, a bit lost, didn't he? Yeah, I don't know why they were playing him. They, I think they were just sticking a lear back. He was staying back, and obviously didn't um, play as that second ruckman. But the, um, the argument would be made that <clears throat> I'm okay with that. I'm okay with trying something different. I don't. Th- I don't think it's the right move with Grundy. I think yeah. there are there are more versatile players that you can put in that position. But geez, I mean, we were begging for Horse to to try something different when the game's on the line, and I, I you know, I guess that's something. That's it. Um, yeah, I think we, they they must have just been a bit worried about the <laughs> likes of 
is a McNaughton? Yeah, McNaughton. Norton. Um, and Gowers. And Gowers. Um, they looked dangerous. They every did, time and they I went think the, I think that's why they kept Aaliyah back because obviously Sinkers isn't going to go back and play half back. Um, so I think that was the reason for putting Reg in the ruck, but um, he didn't really do much rucking. He just sort of took the center kill, center bounce and worked his way back. Um, wasn't a fan of it, and I think it's something we will have to address um, mm. next week. I um, I, I I liked seeing Sam Reid back on the the ground. The much maligned Ford, who we haven't seen much of for uh, probably the better part of two years. Um, I thought he thought he did okay. Yeah, Reedy Reed, was good. Um, he managed to uh, take a few grabs. One thing I will notice, and he is prone to doing it, um, he's running under the ball. Yeah. His, his, judgment, his judgment was off, Mads. Um, and it's a very frustrating thing when you're watching it at the ground and you can see the trajectory of the ball coming over. He's, and you know he's going to run under it. And like he's the professional player. But it, it's a frustrating thing as a supporter to – continuously run under the ball and look at and I think Buddy was a bit guilty of it as well. Um but Buddy started to find his touch. Um and so did Reedy. He he could have sort of ended up with three, I think, if he slotted that one in the last. Um but he was effective and he j- he showed he can definitely be that um that second target for us as such. Um but yeah it's gonna be interesting to see whether what they do with the likes of Tommy McCartan and that type of thing. Um whether he can work his way into into the team. It's um I will say um, Jordan Dawson was a bit average. Yeah, for, I, for, for mine, Deeps, uh, I would potentially look at giving him a bit of a spell, along with Malikin, uh, who I thought totally agree was so far off it. And, and I'm I'm his number one fan. I, I adore Malikin. I thought um, the year before last, he was his hands were the, one of the safest in the back line. Uh, but he was he was really hard to watch on the weekend, and and I feel for him. And I just you, you talk about you know get, getting a bit of touch back. I think that is certainly required for for Lewis Malikin because I mean you know, look you're going to be rusty. You haven't played a lot of footy um, for for the better part of twelve months. So I think him and Dawson would be the natural outs. And I think you, you need to bring in Ronk. I don't know why Ronk wasn't yeah. in there, but we really missed that that pace and forward pressure, didn't we? That hundred percent, yeah. Ronk was he was one I pointed out. Um, we're talking with the boys that um, he, he didn't get a game, which is obviously just on selection. He actually yep. he did get a bit of a knock on the weekend in the game he played, but Raw Horse said he should be right to sort of um, be back this week. But that's that. Um, pace that we need. Well, it's ferocious, and isn't it? It is. And, and you miss it when it's not there. It's very noticeable not yeah. having Ben Ronk in your forward line. Exactly right. And I think that'll having Ronk in there will allow Papley to spend a bit more time in the middle with that um, yep. with that pace that we saw in that second JLT against the Gold Coast. Um, yeah, Ronk, definitely I would want him in the side next week. No Ooh, yeah. doubt about that. Oh, yeah. Um, what about your man, uh, Nick Blakey? How do you think he went? Look, uh, thought he was okay. Thought he worked into the game. No secret for the True Bloods faithful that I was not overly keen, Debs, on uh, on him playing round one. But I thought I thought he was okay. Um, he was a bit nervy, as as you would be. But, uh, you know, he got, got through the game. I think he got a lot of confidence from it. It's very clear that he... Is where he wants to be, which which makes me very happy. And he is so quick. When he kicked that goal, 
the acceleration, oh, I forget who was tailing him, but the acceleration was unbelievable for a guy that big. So it's very, very exciting, Deeps. What yeah, did you, um, definitely, he's going to be a player. Um, he certainly is. He's going to be a player. His style Look, is so natural. It is, just that flowing left foot. I do, I do I'm a big fan. Um, yeah, look, to be expected, he was in and out of the mm. game. Um, I think he'll find his feet the more confidence he gets. Um, definitely no knocks on uh, young Blakey, and I'm looking forward to what he can um, present. He makes it hard for McCartan. He does, and I, th- I think he's going to struggle this year, telling yep. McCartan to break in. But, um, look, with the likes of Dawson playing a bit average, um, yeah, he was, he was shocking. But he actually um, he actually has a lot of potential, Dawson. He does. I mean, he played a ripper against the Gold Coast in the JLT. And he's a bigger he, body than McCartan as well. Yeah, that's it. So, look, he maybe he just needs to go back and find that confidence again. Um, yeah. But, yeah, he'll, he'll be okay. And I was, I was happy with how um, Jones returned as so well. So was I. So was, was I. Good. He, and for a player who's had an um, interrupted preseason, um, he just took um, took off from where he um, left last year. Um, he was, he's he's very good with that. Just he tries to take on the game and that yep. type of thing. Um, what what about the butcher? The butcher. <laughs> oh, look, I, I didn't see too much of him. Well, to he, be only, he, he only wasn't got noticeable. He only got four kicks. Yeah, thirteen um, handballs. So he's obviously listened to our first pod this year and said, look. I'll just handball it for these blokes. I don't want to cop anything more on air. That's it. Well, look, uh, one other thing, Maz, that was very noticeable at the game. I was actually sitting next to two dog supporters that um they were they were quite intelligent on, on they knew footy. Mates you know, of you yours? Know, or? No, no, right. just randoms. Yep. It, but they actually knew footy, and you could have a conversation with them. Yep. Um, the Swans just refused to switch the ball. Yep. Down, it was down the line, down the line, down Usually the line. we're pretty good at that. Normally at we are, mate. There must have been a clear instruction not to switch the ball because there were many opportunities where they could have come through the middle, out the other side, and then worked it around, and they just refused to yeah. until the last quarter where we started going the riskier short 45 kick and either working it through the middle or at least attempting the switch. Um, something that was very, very noticeable at the game and very frustrating at the same time. That's not ideal. I, I, I mean, I think it's harder to notice that on TV. Oh, 100%. Um, but look, usually we're very, very good at that at Eddie Hat, especially. You get a little bit of space on the fat side and I can remember so often them switching and, um, and leading to many victories there. So, yeah, look, I mean, again, sounds like it would have been a, a very, very clear directive. Yeah, mate, it must have been, and it was one of my peak frustrations at the game. What did that, you um? Sure. What did you make of Aaliyah? Um, solid, solid. He was, he was quite good, wasn't his, he? Um, his real strength is reading the ball, where mm. the ball's going to go, and he tends to get himself in the right positions, which he did again. Um, you're never going to be that sort of. I think with the um the way he plays, he's sort of. He's good as that loose man in defence, slotting into that the space. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he's going to be that real attacking player off sort of half back, um, but I think he's got the potential to go and do sort of like a Jake Lloyd role. Um, got to get a bit better with his decision making. Sometimes tends to make the wrong decision. He tends to uh, shit the bed sometimes. Yeah, that, that's it. Um, but look, he, he was solid as ever. Yep, agreed. Agreed. I don't mind him in the ruck either. Yeah, um, look, we, he's got to be our second pinch hit. You can't have Reg in there. 100%. Yeah, 100%. There's, there's no doubt about that. Um, Millsy was good. Heaney was good. Probably Mark of the year. Mark of the year. Um, Spen- God, I thought we were going to belt them after that, Debs. No, 
I uh, thought we were on. I was sitting next to my uncle. He's funny, rubbing his hands to go, it's Swanee's time. He's going <laughs> off like this. And uh, that was about all we saw until yep. the last quarter. Um, but, yeah, Ramp, he's solid. Um, yeah, good to see Reedy back. Um, Haywood was a bit quiet. Um, yeah, he was. And did bob up, though. Bobbed up. Um, and But did miss a, a set shot as well, which he's yep. normally... Um, pretty good for I I stopped so as because I was at this I was at this 30th party right everyone was enjoying themselves outside I found my way inside to a television um a older gentleman with a big beard came in and said mate I'm a blood supporter too I've thought ripper here we go Debs that's what you want you need you need one mate to watch the footy with that's for sure so as as we were watching it obviously we went berserk when Heaney um took that mark um but we were I tend to make a lot of noise when I'm watching the football deeps. I don't know about you, but uh, this gentleman next to me, I'm, his name escapes me. If you're listening, I'm, I'm terribly, terribly sorry. Because <laughs> um, I did, I was, as I said, I'd had a few white wines, deeps, and I was uh, promoting the pod. Uh, heavily, as I, as I was actually doing, a, I caught the tram up after dinner, and a few Swanee supporters came. I was like, oh, where are you boys from? They're like, yeah, we're down from Sydney for the week. And I was like, jump on the True Buds uh, podcast, mate. There's the Instagram. Get on that, as you can very see. Very good, very good. Yeah, but go um, but I got to when, when we were coming back, we were getting louder and louder, and people kept coming in, and it was probably a. a a solid 25, 30 people watching the footy in the last quarter. And I stopped everyone when Haywood took that mark and I said, God, put your house on it. He's going to kick He's going to kick it. And boy, was I chastised for that, Deeb. So, yeah. Will Haywood, if you're listening, you owe me one, I would have thought. Yeah, go classic there, mate. It's a it's it's commentator's curse, I think they call it. Mate. Correct. Um, look, I think a point of interest for us to look at, Mads, is... That the top three plays, McRae, um, Bontempelli, and Liberatore, yep. both had all had very influential games. Um, didn't look like we had a real plan um, to go to him. It didn't look like George had a big tagging role. Um, I think he really didn't, did he? No. And that was his main role for last year. Uh, he didn't seem to be tagging anyone. Again, it looked like more of a directive than George just not doing his job, I would have thought. Exactly right. Yeah, you had McRae with 32, Bont and Pallity with 29 and one goal too. He was hitting the scoreboard. Yep. Um, and Libba in and under. Um, he was just one of those players that was first to it. He was back to his best, he, I would have thought. He was, mate. He uh, was pretty close to the um, to the bench, looked in pretty good nick, Libba. Um, but I think that's something we've got to look at is when – Guys like that are dominating the game. Um, you got to try and put someone to them, I think, to null the influence. Agreed, Debs. Agreed. And we just didn't do that. No, definitely not. Um, thought that another interesting point to come out um, of sort of the post-match type thing um, with Horst doing his, uh, not the, you call it his Monday um, press conference, I guess. Yeah. Um, he, I think uh, one of the journalists asked him, are the Swannies a bit bit slow and that type of thing or an ageing list as such? And he sort of come back at him with, in the last two years, we have the most games from debutants. So people who have started playing, we have the most game games in the competition of those players. So um, that just shows that we're, we're still quite young and those guys have a lot of um, maturing 
to do. Um, I think that's a great statistic, Debs. And do you want to know why I think it's great? Yes, I'd love to know, Matt. Because we haven't had to do that out of necessity. We've we've done it as part of our everyday plan, and that that was even in you look at 2015, 2016 when we we're in a grand final against that very frustrating football club. Um, we were just debuting people left, right, and centre, not because we had you know a number of tumultuous injuries, but because we have a solid belief in, in terms of the the mantra of our club that we need to blood players, and it's an important you know, part of the way we go about it, which is great. Exactly right, Mads. Uh, uh, I think we touched on it last week. I think uh, we were the second highest number of debutants mm-hmm. um, behind, I think it might have been Brisbane with 20. We had 17 along with Frio from memory. Um, but, yeah, we definitely have the most games. Um, so that just shows where we're debuting players that um, they're ready to go. Um, as we saw with Blakey, he didn't look out of place. Um, so that's just a, a bit more proof in the pudding that um, I think our list is still at the the right spot. Where I don't think we're underdone. I don't think we're too old. Um, I think we're in the in the window as such. Um, but we just got to tinker with that um, game plan because uh, it's pretty average for best part of three quarters, Mads. Correct, Debs. Correct. I've uh, just been going on and on about the game plan. And hopefully it is changed, so I don't need to. Well, Deeps, we have. Um, I think it's been a great segment. With, we've with done yourself, well, Deeps. We have, a, we've done well first up, Matt. A few minor technological issues, but uh, look, this has been the first segment of True Bloods. When we come back, we're going to have a look at uh, the True Bloods Player of the Year Round One, which is very, very exciting. We don't have Tommy Flanagan to uh, build the suspense, but I'll do my bloody best, Deeps. You're listening to True Bloods. We'll be back. You're listening to True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. G'day guys, it's Rob and Adrian from Podular Media. I run the Sash, a filthy Essendon podcast. And I run the Debrief, a snobby Melbourne podcast. But don't hold that against us. We help create True Bloods. Even though I still have nightmares about Gary Rowan. And even though we haven't beaten the Swannies in almost a decade. But these blokes are the real deal of South Melbourne heritage. And we got off the ground because we love good footy content. So if you're a fan of the Swannies and True Bloods, or you just love podcasts and you want to learn more about how Podular Media can help create a podcast for you or your business, call 0488-055-14 or email adrian at podularmedia.com. Imagine if Troy Luff had his own podcast. No, 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 mate. Imagine if LRT had a podcast. <sighs> well, <laughs> anyway, let's get back to True Bloods. Welcome back to True Bloods. Deeps, uh, just want to quickly run through the True Bloods Player of the Year. I know it's hard to vote on these when we have a loss such as the one as we did on Saturday night. But uh, if you want to kick us off. Yes, with one. Um, we've mentioned him uh, tonight. Uh, one to Zachy Jones. He is pretty good on return. My man, Deeps. One of your men. Um, look, he, he probably wasn't as dominant. Um 
Or is angry. Yeah, like sort of that runoff halfback as such. But he got a fair bit of the ball. Um, pretty good by foot. Um, so, yeah, definitely in our um, top five for sure with uh, two votes, Mads. Two votes goes to Aaliyah Aaliyah. Um, played a very versatile role. And, uh, you know, I think the, the True Bloods faithful would be enjoying seeing this man um, more frequently just sort of take the game on. Um, so it was good to see him uh, change things up a little bit. That's it. With uh, three, we've got Isaac Heaney. Um, really good. Um, probably spent a lot of time up forward, so probably not as much midfield time as we'd like to see. Uh, but mark of the year, two goals. Um, and Jay-Z loves a goal, doesn't he? He loves a goal. He's a pretty good kick for goal too. Um, he's one of our best. Um, so hopefully you can see a lot more of that from Haynes. Absolutely. Four. Now, we should mention before talking about this man's game, signed until 2021. One of Tom, Tommy's man. He's oh, not even here to talk he's about not him. not even here. He couldn't even just pull himself away from whatever it is he's doing. Uh, to, to get around the big fella, Chieftain Callum Sinclair, how good. How how deserved, Jeebs. Absolutely. Another two years. He, he's most arg- he's. I'm not even going to say arguably. He's our most important um, player, Debs. He is. There's no doubt. If he goes down, we're in, a, in strife. We're stuffed, um, Debs. Without so, him, we are stuffed, and we would have been stuffed last year too. So couldn't be happier for the Chieftain. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. Um, another two years. That'll you put him up to sort of seven years at the club, I think, seven, eight years. So um, he's been fantastic. And once again, with uh, four votes on the weekend, um, just shed such a, a big workload um, and – He's a competitive beast, which we love. Um, so, yeah, four votes to sinkers. And five votes. Um, Debs, if you can just run us through this, I reckon it's a name we might be hearing uh, a lot this year. Absolutely. Five votes to All-Australian last year, Jakey Lloyd. He had the best part of uh, 35 touches, 24 kicks, 11 handballs, um, and just at his dominant best, um, just doing what he does off half back. Um, clear best on for us. Um, and there's uh, no arguments from me there at I'll, all. I'll tell you what, he's, he's quite an unsung hero, isn't he? I mean, I think everyone's starting to catch on to how good he really is, but, jeez, he just does it with no real fuss, does he? Yeah, they. I think he's got that respect to being a like a, a very... He's more than serviceable. That's the wrong word to use. But um, he doesn't get any attention. That's for sure. They don't really put down a lockdown role onto Jakey Lloyd. Yeah, he's they a, don't do that. No, nah, but he, he's nearly at that stature where you yeah. sort of you got to look at putting someone on him. But um, well, you've ju- you just saw his super coach um, price absolutely skyrocket this year. So uh, I don't. I dare say they'll be taking a little bit more notice of the boy um, fairly re- fairly shortly. So, yeah, Jakey Lloyd off to an absolute ripper start in oh, the yes. uh, True Bloods Player of the Year. Five votes. Um, so that's fantastic. And uh, obviously, if you've, if you've listened to us before, you'll know that we, we ask the question of the True Bloods faithful after every game uh, who they deem to be in the top five players on that particular night or day. Um, so definitely get around the social media um, to, to be a part of that. Speaking of social media, we did pose a question. Um, if you were horse, what selection changes would you make for Friday night's clash against the Crows? And uh, like we do with the votes, we include them in our podcast, Steve. So do you want to kick us off? I will. I've gone with... Uh, I like to go with the ones that I do agree with. 
Um, so I'll go with uh, James Lamotti this week. Um, Thurlow for Malikin, wasteful and just needs to spend some time in the Neaffle to get himself right again. Um, and wrong for Dawson. We need forward pressure, and Dawson was a bit um, ineffective. Oh, don't we need forward pressure? Absolutely, Debs. Um, mine's an interesting one that I'm going to go for here. Uh, he goes by the name of Alan Howlett, and he's actually quite a close friend of mine, Debs. Yep. Actually not a Bloods man. He's actually a diehard Essendon supporter. But boy, does he know his footy. I'd swap Thurlow for Malikin, but what the team needs is more change of playing roles instead of change of position. JPK and Parker to spend more time forward of centre and Papley, Mills and Heaney roaming in the middle for more minutes. Get some youth and legs around the contest more often for quicker transition into the forward line. Yeah, definitely agree with all that. And I think that's something you will definitely see. Um, yeah, definitely I, no I love the there. idea of Papley into the mid. Uh, mate, and I, I don't know if you watched the Gold Coast JLT. Yeah, um, but spent he, a lot of time there. He was great. Yeah. Um, just He's got that ability to burst away from the contest, take a bounce and get some metres gained, which we um, love to see. Um, so, yeah, Paps um, and obviously uh, Ronk as well. Um, I think if Ronk plays get um, freeze Papley up a little bit um, just because there's uh, two uh, lockdown players up there, I Absolutely. Guess. Um, second uh, social, I've gone with Jordan Brought. Um, Heaney more midfield time. Uh, same with Mills and even Papley. Dawson out, Ronk in, um, which is what we just touched on. Yes. Now, I'll go with Rebecca Lavori. Usually, like her stuff, disagree with her in this instance. Read out, Ronk in. Need someone who can pick up the crumbs and snap quick goals. Well, Rebecca, with the utmost of respect, I think we can have both. I think both fit in there. Yeah, um, definitely. I think Reed, de- more than anyone, needs needs minutes on the ground. You know, he's he's been out of the game for so long, and he really didn't do anything to deserve to get dropped. I wouldn't have thought. No, he definitely showed enough. He didn't. He's never going to sort of look out of sorts. But it's the same as Bud. Um, both Reed and Bud need a, that time playing together and also just some match minutes because you just can't simulation, simulate that intensity um, with uh, your training and that type of thing. So those two just need the, the minutes. Absolutely. God, a lot of love for Ronk Ron on the uh, it, it, was on the a, it was a massive surprise. I think we, we definitely, all, all four of us, had him in, in our team um, to play round one. So it was very surprising um, that he wasn't. Um, but uh, I think if he's A-OK, because I did obviously, as I mentioned before, I think he did get a little bit of a knock to his knee. Um, but if he's A-OK, ready to go, um, I think Ronky, Ronk works his way um, back into the team. He seems like a pretty durable character, Debs. He does, mate. He does. I would have uh, thought there wouldn't be too much of an issue at all there. Now, we turn our attention, Debs, to Friday night. Against the Crowies. Up yes. At the, nice to be in the uh, Friday time time slot, the Friday night time slot. Do enjoy uh, just knocking off work and having a look forward to watching the Swannies. And it really just makes your weekend, doesn't it? It if does. You, if you get, get off to a, a nice crisp W for uh, for a Friday night. That's it, the older make or break though, Mads. You know, if we have a, you have a show, there's your weekend gone. It's the life we've chosen, Debs. That's it. That's it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, look, we've... Uh, 
two teams that need to bounce back after disappointing games on the weekend. Um, and there, there's a lot riding on it. There's probably more riding on it um, than your average sort of round two game, I feel. Jeez, you don't want to start 0-2. You don't. At, at the end of the day. They did, They uh, they showed in the paper the teams, not many teams go 0-2 at the start um, and make finals. Um, obviously doable. I think we, we've done it a couple of times, um, definitely a couple of years ago when we went, uh, zip and six, but um, definitely we we shouldn't be thinking that way. But um, yeah, we uh, got to look to bounce back against the Crows this week. Um, pretty important. They've got a pretty powerful midfield in there. The likes of uh, Matty Crouch, uh, Brad Crouch, Rory Sloan played a ripper on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, really got to be notice those guys in there and pay them their due respects. Um, and I think. Someone like Tex Walker um, always tends to play pretty well against us, Tex. Yeah. Um, so the boys, Rampy and uh, Reg, will have their um, work cut out down there. Oh, absolutely. Um, look, Sloan, Laird, Seedsman. Uh, well, not not Sloan last time, but I'll tell you what, the, the last time we met, they gave us an absolute reality check, Laird and Seedsman, and they were, I think they racked up about 80 disposals between them. Yeah, no doubt about that. Good mates with uh, Paulie Seedsman, so uh, definitely won't um, want him to be getting off the chain again. Correct. Um, that's for sure. Um, but, yeah, they, those players off half back, and I think they, they can be really damaging at um, the SCG with it, just being a bit smaller. Um, they, they get up the ground further, and they're sort of that, that first key ball user into that forward 50. Um, so they, they tend to work forward um, and can be really damaging, but especially Laird, couple-time All-Australian now. And, uh, he always seems to just be running around free, Laird, um, and he puts himself in the in the, in the the right places. So they're um, a couple of guys we've definitely got to be um, very notable of. And Debs, I think for us to win, it's, it's a bit of a strange thing. We don't say this too often, but the, the guys that need to fire up, it's, it's pretty clear. Josh Kennedy, Luke Parker, George Hewitt, really. Guys that you very, very seldom question on form um, are probably the guys that need to step up and start winning a lot more of the footy. I mean, the other side of the coin, as as Alan mentioned, is do you, do you put them up forward for, for a little bit and maybe sort of change it up? Yeah, I do like that. I th- Another thing to come out of the weekend is we had the most uh, players rotating through the midfield in the competition. Um, I think we had 10 or 11 players who worked their way through um, the midfield compared to your normal six or seven. Um, So there's definitely a lot of players going through there at the moment. Um, But, yeah, I, I definitely agree with sort of, especially Kennedy, um, he can kick goals. He's a lovely set shot. He's a lovely set shot, and he's a he's a big frame guy. He, he's hard hard to, to defend. Hard to defend. Um, so I wouldn't mind seeing uh, JPK up forward a little bit more yeah. this week. Um, and and yeah, I, I just want to see um, a bit more intensity this week. Do you feel that Hewitt will have a job to do? I think that's how you get the best out of George. Yep. Um, as you said. One of his, he was okay on the weekend. I'm not whacking him here, but it, I like it when he's got a role. Yep. Um, and even when he's got a role, he finds his own pill as well. So that it's not like he's that. That's why we love him, Dave. He's, he's not the one-dimensional 
tagger. They, they generally see he's more than capable of getting his own ball at the same time. So I, I think I'd have to go Hewitt to Sloan just after the game he's had on the weekend. Absolutely. Um, and I, I sort of want to see just a bit of argy bargy. I like with what um, Port did with Max Gorn in the Melbourne game. Yep. Um, I love that. That's great. There's a clear intensity. You try to get one of their players off their game, whether it, we go to Tex or Laird, one of those guys. Just get stuck into get them. Get stuck into them and then you – you got the support around, and it just gives um, just a bit more fire to the belly and like a thirst for the contest. Deeps, bad. Some people have no time for that. I am not one of those people, Deebs. I absolutely love that. I think that's what footy's about really singling someone out, and it shows weakness. That's it, shows, what? it exposes other sides. They did it to us, Deebs. Carlton did it to us with Mills. Yep. They, That's how it works perfectly. 100%. And they, they got the chocolates that day. And as when we went to um, we went to JJ one time against the Dogs, went to him, and I think every team did it to JJ after that. Yeah, we, we really <laughs> lit a fire there, didn't we? We did. Um, Almost ended his bloody career. So I, I definitely wouldn't – I would love to see that. Just that gets us just a bit more fire in the belly. We'll just slow and second to the ball. And if – I. If we get smashed out of the clearances like we did on the weekend, it's, it wasn't so much the clearances. It was more just like the first to the ground ball. Yep. Oh, it, I'm still frustrated, Mads, but it, <laughs> I don't want to. Um, I definitely don't want to see that again this week. Um, just a bit, bit more composure um, and not much bombing. There's still that focus on going to Buddy. I think we went to him 12 times. Um, so that's the thing. I think we'll work into that though. And that's why um, Sam Reid cannot be dropped. Sam Reid needs to be in there because structurally it's it's vital that we start finding other targets. And, I mean, Haywood can be another target as well. But, God, Buddy is the, is the best decoy a football team could have. I understand. I want to say Buddy up the ground too. Correct. We've got to... We've got to use his ability, his foot skills, basically, to deliver into our forward line. Whether You don't have to be a big leading player when you've got Buddy hitting you out in front. That gives the defender no chance. Yeah. So hopefully Buddy's got a bit more minutes in the body um, and he can sort of put in a bit more not on that managed um, game time. Absolutely, Debs. Absolutely. Now, do you, think, do you think we'll win? I mean, they're coming off a bit of a loss. Yeah, well, that they got comprehensively done by Hawthorne. Um, there's no doubt about that. Um, it was a strange round, wasn't it? Yeah, and and talking to some Adelaide boys, um, they they were very similar. As it went down very similarly to how we played. It was just yeah. away from their game plan. There was a, just some fundamentals that didn't happen. So they'll be looking to bounce back hard. Um, yeah, last time out, they they comprehensively beat us. There was only a couple of goals in the end, but that was I, one of the most disappointing games to watch. Yeah, I think we we just came back hard like we always tend yep. to do, um, and then just didn't quite get there. They were too far away. Um, I want to see four quarters of footy, Debs. That's it. it. Doesn't mean you have to be dominating. No, you don't. You just have to be there at the contest, competitive. I mean, there, there were just times on the weekend where you, you know, you can understand. Oh, maybe I don't give the Bulldogs enough respect, Debs. Maybe that's it. Um, but I just feel like we are so far ahead of them in in most categories that you just want to, you just don't want to be that far back against a side like that. And look, maybe it's uh, maybe I'm not giving them enough credit. 
But uh, this this will be a real test, I think, because Adelaide have Adelaide are a really good side, and I I tip them to be there at the uh, pointy end of September. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I think a place we can win the game is obviously up forward. I think we'll be able to stretch them a bit um, down in defence. Um, obviously, Duday going down with an ACL. Yeah, that's handy. <clears throat> he was very good last year. Um, Talia and Keith, the two uh, halfbacks and fullbacks for him, they're going to take um, probably Reed and um, Buddy. That's where I feel... Um, we can stretch them we a little bit. We can stretch them a little bit. In that. Especially if Buddy plays a little bit further up the ground as well, drag him away because the SCG can, the 450 can get pretty chockers pretty easily. So I think um, actually the 666 rule will be interesting in that game. It will, yeah. Definitely more, a lot more space and it's going to be notice, more noticeable on a Correct. smaller ground, I feel. Um, but yeah, I think that's where we can definitely stretch them. Yeah, there you sit back, um, defenders, both Keith and Talia, um, with Buddy um, and Reed a bit more mobile. I think that's where we can definitely um, stretch them and do some damage there because um, they'll be a bit down on confidence after last week, although Keith was pretty good from what I saw, um, one, of, one of their better ones, but um, hopefully we can uh, get the job done up forward, Mads. Hopefully, hopefully. Um, I'll, I'd love a bag from Sam Reid. Wouldn't that be nice? That'd be lovely. A few snags. Oh, that be nice? And he did look good on the weekend, so it wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised to see it, Mads. That's for sure. That is for sure. Are we? Um, What's your tip? My tip. I got to go with the Swannies, but in a close one. Two goals. Two goals. Two goals. Yep. I would have thought so too. I think it'll be a very close one. I think it'll be a lot of contested footy. Um, but, look, there are a lot of other games, and it was a very strange round one, Debs. Um, so yeah, a few l- upsets in there, Mads. Oh. I think, I think what f- did you tip for the, the week? I'll tip four. You got four? Yeah. I, I tipped Brizzy, which yeah. was handy. That was one of the ones I tipped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What were the other ones? Um, I, what were, what did we have? I, I tipped Geelong, I'm pretty sure. Yep. And I couldn't even tell you, mate. I yeah. can't remember now. It's, uh, it was a long weekend. Um, look, let's run through <coughs> Collingwood and Richmond. That'll yeah. be Thursday night. Thursday night football. Um, Are you enjoying the Thursday night football? I do like the Thursday night footballs. It, it just... Um, Gives me know. a bit of a false start to the weekend, though, to be honest, Debs. I feel like it it's does. Friday. It does. Um, but I think it's here to stay, the old Thursday night footy. Um, but I do enjoy it. Absolutely. I do enjoy it. Um, Tigers, Collingwood, both coming off losses as well. Yes. Um, I'm going to go with the Tigers. No, the Tigers won. Tigers won on the weekend, didn't they? Beat Carlton. <laughs> there you go. Well, anyway. I can't be bothered editing that out, yeah. Dave, so uh, you'll have to live with that one. <laughs> we will move on. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I'm going to go with the Tigers. Um, I, I thought Collingwood was a bit average on the weekend. Watched that game um, with Geelong, um, and I just don't think... They're that superstar team. Um, they have got a lot of talent in that Their midfield. unreal. It's unreal on paper, but I think they're going to take a bit to come good, and I think we'll, we'll either be seeing the best of the Co- Collingwood Footy Club um, sort of come round 12, round 13, after they've played a bit together. Jeez, I like seeing Jamie Elliott back. Gun. He's a gun. A bonafide gun, dudes. Yeah, straight out gun. But um, I'm going to tip the Tigers, um, probably the proven team of the competition, I guess. I'm actually going to tip Collingwood. I think they'll uh, they'll come together 
I think they're a very good side, and I think their midfield is class. And I also think Dustin Martin is running at about 50%, if not less. For average, you think? Yeah. Well, just in, he's carrying something. I really? Think. Yeah. That's interesting. I've never seen him get tackled so many times in my life last week. Yeah, I think, see, I, I don't think it's to do with his body. I think people are starting to work out the fend-off. You reckon? That's my opinion. God, you'd, you'd think it would be so easy, wouldn't you? you just would. grab his arm. Grab his arm, or yeah, you've got to go low and avoid it. Yeah. Go for the hips, as they say. <laughs> um, now, the next game would be our game, so that's fine. Um, Essendon and St Kilda. Tell you what, Saints are in with a sniff here. They are. The Dons were average. Trash. Trash against GWS. Dylan Shear would have been spewing the decision of going to the Dons. All right, on the phone to Paul Connors saying, why didn't I go to the blue baggers, Debs? That's it. Um yeah, look, you would want being a, any type of Essendon supporter, you'd be wanting them to show a lot more than they did last week, that's for sure. Um, and the Saints, just an average average outfit. So I'm, I'm going to have to go with the Dons. I'm a, yeah, look, they just showed nothing last week, though. They, there was some damning footage. Um, and it's been their whole preseason too, Matt. Yeah, correct. It's yeah. concerning. No chase, no second efforts. Yeah, there's no there's no intensity whatsoever. Just just getting blown off the park, basically. What do they stand for? That's what do they stand for? And I was sitting with uh, the host of another podcast on uh, Sunday morning, and he was very, very uh, an Essendon podcast, which will remain nameless. <laughs> the Sash. Um, he was very up and about prior to the game. Uh, was convinced. That they dominate. GWS are pretty scary though too, aren't they? They are a good outfit. That's Very good outfit. No doubt about that. So who are you tipping? You're tipping Essendon? I'm going to go with Essendon, yeah. Yeah. Um, just. But I reckon St Kilda are in a position where AD made a good point before actually. Um, he said that if they had won by 60 points... St Kilda would last week. St Kilda would likely get beaten considerably by Essendon, but because they only they just got away with it, I think they'd be thinking, "Geez, we've got away with the four points. We can put, we can potentially do this." They were garbage last week, so could be one of those. I'm, I'm tipping that as potentially upset of the round. I'm going to say Essendon though. Yeah, um, Port and Carlton. Port bloody impressive. Very impressive. impressive. against uh, the Ds. What? Impressive. Yeah, good post-match interview, as we saw. That's oh, it wasn't that lovely. I don't rate him highly, but uh, that was a nice moment. It was. Um, yeah, Port for me. Port. Um, Geelong and Melbourne. <laughs> Down at the Cattery, Down is at it? the Cattery. Yep, GMHBA. Jeez, um, it'll be a cold big night Big game. There. That's probably game of the round. It's You'd say be. so. Yeah, look. Melbourne have got a lot to prove. They do. But I'm going to go the Cats down there. So am I. I reckon by a bit. Oh, and two for the Demons. Absolutely. I think they they got pretty badly beaten in that prelim final um, over in WA last year. And I think there's a few scars from that, to be honest. But, um, yeah, we'll go with uh, the Cats. I tend to agree. Um, West Coast, GWS. That could be game, <laughs> a very close second to game of the round, I would have thought. Very close. Um, yeah, Look, I've got the Coasters 
um, West Coast as my slider of the year. So, yeah, you do. And I tell you what, they didn't do you any harm uh, with their performance against the Lions, did they? Yep, very happy with that. Um, yeah, couldn't give, couldn't give a stuff how they're going. I think they stole a flag last year, to be honest. Correct. Just in a year that was very open, didn't dominate. Um, so I'm going to go with the Giants, the class outfit. What did you make of North's performance last week, Debs? Very woeful against Freo. It was appalling, wasn't it? Shocking. Especially, they've, they've been doing a lot of yapping in the off-season. Yeah, North is just a lot of talk down there. They haven't been good for a long time. Um, I reckon Bris- Brisbane will belt them. They're, I'm impressed by Brisbane. They so impress me. And they're even losing their best midfielder. They traded up, though. They did. They did. Um, yeah. They were good. They were very good. They're an um, exci- they play an exciting brand of footy. They do. They do. Um, so, yeah, Lions for me down here. It'd be interesting to see how they go away from home, um, not on the home deck. Um, Lions for me. Uh, Hawthorne and Western Bulldogs at the MCG. Uh, Hawthorne pretty easily, I think. Yep. Agreed. Yep. Still don't rate Footscray that highly. Just sometimes we only play half a quarter of football. Uh, and uh, by no means will this be match of the round, but Gold Coast and Fremantle, by rights, you would say Fremantle would smash them, wouldn't you, Debs? You would think so, but I think it might be um, pretty close, just with um, Frio playing away from home. I think the home ground advantage is pretty big in Perth. Yep. Um, so I think it'll be a lot closer than people think. And look, Frio's no outstanding outfit, that's for sure. So... Close game for mine, but uh, I'm going to just side with Frio. Me too, Jeeps. Me too. Now, um, it'll be interesting, though. I It was a very strange round one. Very strange round one indeed. Most people tipped one. Yeah. Well, I think there were there were six, six upsets, odds-wise, um, out of the nine games, which is a round high, equal round high. Unbelievable. Um, so, yeah. Hopefully there's a bit more predictability about the season going forward. Correct. Well, Debs, if you've got nothing further. No, Mads. Um, been a pleasure here. Um, Hasn't it? It has, with you in the in the driver's seat, in the hosting roles. It's um, been good. It's been enjoyable. I'm I, I, The technology side of things, I think, uh, you know, we, I think we'll be getting ourselves a producer, hopefully, Debs. That's it, mate. It'd be nice to have Tommy back, hopefully, Wouldn't next week. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Hopefully next week. Hopefully we get a win and he can uh, pump up the Chieftain for his contract extension. I know he'd be pretty dark on not being able to get around that. But uh, look, in any case, this has been True Bloods, the number one Sydney Swans fan podcast. And that's it. Calm the Mighty Bloods for this Friday night against Adelaide at the SCG. And make sure you check us out on all the social channels, iTunes, Wooshka, Facebook, Instagram, and Spotify, of course. Thanks, Dave Baxter, as always. Thanks, Mads, for having me. My name's Madison Clark. It's been a pleasure. We'll see you next week on True Bloods. Up the Swatties! This has been a Podular Media production.